This is season three, episode one of the Going to Beyond the Food Pro series. And today we're going to talk about the flow of a non-diet coaching session. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show Pro Edition. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method, a global coaching and online training approach focused on helping women make peace with food and their bodies so they can live a fulfilling life right now. This special podcast series is designed for the health pro wanting to integrate the non-diet approach in their practice. So if you're a nutritionist, a health coach, a dietitian, a doctor, a therapist, or a fitness pro, this special podcast series is specially designed for you. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back, my dear colleague. And just like that, we're back for season three of the Beyond the Food Pro series. To be honest with you, I never thought this would get past season one. And here we are almost two years later, and we're here with season three. I'm delighted to be back with you for this six-part series specifically designed and created for health professional. So on that note, if you're a regular listener of the podcast and you're not a health professional and you want to listen to this episode, welcome in. Just know that the intention was for health professional, but I think you're going to learn a lot so you can stay with us. If you're a health professional, these episodes are specifically designed for you that you are currently practicing under the non-diet approach or not this is for you to learn. And just a quick note to say, any profession is welcome. It's not just for nutritionists and health coaches. Currently in our program, we have therapists, we have social worker, we have skin therapists, naturopathic doctor, health coaches, nutritionists. We've got people from all the background because the non-diet approach to health, specifically for women, is broad in all the health functions. So you're all welcome to learn here. I'm going to talk about how to run or operate a non-diet coaching session, but first I'd like to quickly take you through what's in store for the next season. These six episodes have been built on a survey we did in our community in January 2021, and I asked on the survey, what are the questions you want answer on the podcast, and this is the next six episodes. And episode one today, the flow of a non-diet coaching session or what to include in a non-diet coaching session was by far the number one question you wanted answer. And this is very interesting to me. Now, I'll share why this is very interesting to me at the end of the podcast. So you got to stick through the podcast to know why I find this very interesting. Now, let me run you through the lay of the land for the next six episodes. Next week, we're going to answer the question, how do I attract clients that are ready to let go of dieting? We call this the non-diet marketing framework. Episode three, we answer the question, but what about health? But what about nutrition in a non-diet approach? Episode four, we answer the question, when is it time to go full-time in your non-diet business? And we have a guest for that, the amazing Kelsey Murphy. 
Episode five, we answer the question, how does the non-diet approach apply to my profession? And this is when we're going to talk about how to use the non-diet approach in all the different health practices out there from therapist to social worker to trauma expert. We're going to cover it all. And then we're going to close the season with the question, when do I know I'm ready to help others in the non-diet approach? Just a quick reminder that we have two other seasons, obviously. We have 16 episodes on the bank for you, waiting for you if you just tripped over us for you to listen. We have the link to all these episodes in the show note of this episode, or you can scroll through your feed and you will find the Beyond the Food Pro series on the regular feed of this podcast. Ready? Let's get started on answering today's question. How do you run an on-diet approach coaching session? Now, I kind of have to make a preface here to say non-diet coaching session will vary greatly from profession to profession. And we will dive more into episode five into this, but I wanted to frame my answer to this question first by giving you some example of how the non-diet approach is integrated in different professions. So for example, if you are a naturopathic doctor or a medical doctor, you will mostly focus on assessing your patient's symptoms, investigation, diagnosis, and providing treatment plans. For you, the non-diet approach will inform every step of the investigation and recommendation. But the coaching, for se, is probably not part of your session. It's more about how you formulate your question and which question you ask in your interaction with your patients. If you're a nutritionist or a health coach, well, you're at the other end of this approach. You're focusing on coaching your client on their relationship to food. That's your number one role, to reestablish a healthy relationship to food. And by default, body image, right? Because what drives the food problematic is never the food, but the desire to manipulate the body with the food. So you got to get to the body image level, the same goes for a fitness expert. I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the, the, the podcast, but we currently we have two, three fitness experts in our cohort, a yoga and a traditional fitness expert. So for you, what most happen is the relationship to exercise, right? People tell me, the fitness expert tell me that the number one reason why people come to them is for, quote, accountability to exercise because they just can't bring themselves to exercise. Your work in a non-diet approach is to figure out why. (laughs) Why are people not attracted to exercise? And likely what you're going to find out, if it's a woman, the vast majority of the reason why they're not attracted is they abused it in the past and they didn't do the right exercise or in the right way or in the right quantity. So your role is to reestablish a healthy relationship to exercise, which means also to body image, because that's why most women destroy their relationship to exercises to shrink their body. And many clients will expect you to help them with nutrition. So the intuitive eating approach is essential for you as well. 
if you're a therapist or a social worker, people will come to you with, for women, especially with issues like anxiety and depression and lack of self-confidence. And part of your role is to investigate why this is presenting in people. And including in the investigation process should be the relationship to their body and further along the relationship to food because high level of anxiety are associated with poor body image, right? So investigation of the root cause of the mental health symptoms by the lens of the non-diet approach. And a byproduct of that is evaluating the relationship to food following the intuitive eating assessment because you're going to end up coaching or helping them stabilize their relationship to food and body, depending if that's the root cause of the symptoms of mental health they're coming to you for. So doing it in a non-diet approach instead of serving them a diet culture approach to food and body image. Now, if you want some intake form for the non-diet approach, we provide that as the entry to our community or free community. If you go to the show note, there will be a link called intake form. And we provide you with three different intake form that we use, um, that we give our student to use in their practice. Now, if you're not a person who practice in their own life, the non-diet approach, do not go out and use this with your clients or patients because you've no idea what to do with the results. What I want you to do is to assess yourself, assess your relationship to food. Do We have another form called the diet impact inventory. Use that for yourself, evaluate yourself and determine if you need to start by you first. Okay. So let's get through how to run a non-diet session. What I'm going to share with you is the nine element that will inform the flow of your non-diet session, since the content of the session will differ with every profession. And this is where your professional training comes in. I'm not about to tell you what to do in your session, because I am not a specialist of every profession. I can tell you and teach you how to integrate the non-diet approach, but the content will have to be based on your own training. So element number one starts even before getting the client in your office. You have to investigate where in your own professional training, diet culture has invaded your knowledge. Investigation of how your training has been entrenched in diet culture and weight stigma, and how these were taught to you and impacted your skill sets, right? Your treatment plan, your diagnoses, if you do diagnoses, how has this been impacted by diet culture, by food restriction, by fat phobia? For example, as a nutritionist for me, right? I'm professionally trained as a nutritionist, but I was never taught how to evaluate someone's relationship to food. I was never taught to consider, are they attuned to their eating cues? Do they feel their hunger, their fullness, their satisfaction? None of that was trained to me because 
The nutrition field is highly, highly, highly entrenched in diet culture. What I was taught is how to teach people how to restrict food, how to give them meal plan. I became an expert at making meal plan. I became an expert on how to teach people willpower and discipline. That's what I was trained into. And I was told that weight was the cause of all health, so I should make everyone that works with me lose weight. I had to do this investigation. I had to unlearn a pile of stuff, a pile, a big pile of stuff that was actually not factual information, but assumption that was taught to me as facts, specifically weight stigmatizing medical information. So that's the first step. Investigate your own training, unlearn and relearn. Element number two in your session, that's when you actually bring a client or a patient in, is how you set goals. You know that first appointment when you set goals? Most of us were all taught to either weigh our patient, measure our clients, and then set goals based on their weight assessment. That needs to go out the door, right? So goal setting have nothing to do with weight or even their food plan. How many nutritionists require people to write them a three to five day food journal? That goes out the door if you're nutritionist as well. So it's a conversational state of affair when it comes to goal setting. The way I like to ask my client um, is three things that if I had a magic wand, we could solve together, right? And let them tell you what's on their mind. I also like to work on feeling-based goal. How do they want to feel when they're done working with me as opposed to how do they want to be? Third element of a non-diet coaching session is assessment, right? So based on your modality, again, this will vary greatly, but as a nutritionist or a health coach, relationship to food, like the basic relationship to food that I was telling you about just earlier, like assessing hunger, fullness, and satisfaction is kind of baseline, right? This is where you use the intuitive eating assessment, but... You're not going to use that if you're not even yourself an intuitive eater because you won't know what to do with it, right? So based on your field of profession, you have to have done your own personal work to be able to use those tools. But basic assessment is intuitive eating. Another one that I recommend for most profession is the diet impact inventory. And that's part of that uh, free intake form package I was telling you about. Um, And that covers a wide presentation of symptoms from mental, from emotional, from physical, from um, relationship based on how dieting, aka diet culture, has invaded your clients and patients' life and how what they think is completely separate from their quote food issue is actually caused by their relationship to food. So that's a great assessment tool. Element number four to include in your session is the intention of your interaction with your patient and client. Let me explain. The non-diet approach is grounded in empowerment. The non-diet approach is about empowering your client and your patient to be the expert at their own body. That informs all your interaction with your client and patient. 
And for most of us as health professional, that's a 180 degree shift from how we were trained. We were trained to be the guru, the know it all, the source of the right way of doing things, the better person. We have to get that out the door because we have to place ourselves at the same level as our client and patient and coach them and interact with them from that perspective. And the whole, call it psychological, behind the scene of our interaction with them is to teach them to claim back their power, to trust their body, to trust their body wisdom. Because diet culture, patriarchy, rip that out of them. That's part of our role, is rebuild that own ability to be the expert at their own body. Element number five, work on the root cause, not the symptoms. Investigate the root cause. I call it the five layers of why, right? When you, especially in the first few sessions, when you're trying to determine where your client is at or where your patient uh, diagnosis might be asked five times why, right? Why are you struggling with food? Let them see what they say. And then what they say, you ask why again. <laughs> five layers of why until you get to the real issue. This is something that I actually learn in the business world, right? And I took that over to my practice. And this is how I figured out Remember, that was like eight or nine years ago. Nobody was teaching the non-diet approach. I had to figure it out for myself. That let at least 95% of my clients, which were all women, were all struggling with body image. Because I asked why, why, why? And it all came down. Why do you want to control food? Why do you want a meal plan? Why, why, why do you want to lose weight? And when we came down to it, was all about hating their body, disliking their body, being uncomfortable in their body, being rejected about their body. That five layer of why to get to the real root cause, not the functional medicine root cause for anyone who confused the two. The real root cause was about women hating their body, right? If a client comes to you and complain about overeating or any other compulsive eating behavior, why? 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 Relationship to their body guaranteed will come out. Either also could be for therapists and social worker trauma. And even for health coaches and nutritionists, as you ask the question why, heavy stuff's going to come up. You've got to be equipped to either refer them out or deal with that heavy piece that's going to come out. Um, fitness expert, I talked about like I, I want to hire you, fitness experts, so I'm, I'm more accountable to do my workout. Why? Why is it that you don't feel like working out on your own? Keep asking the why. Element number six to include in your non-diet approach, work on the root cause. That's the content of your session based on your profession. Don't work on the symptoms, work on the root cause. So, if you're nutritionists and the health coaches, you're working on the root cause, right? Which is body image, which is reestablishing relationship to hunger and fullness and satisfaction and getting rid of the food rule, like intuitive eating path. 
always with the mindset of wanting to empower them so that at the end of your time together, your client knows what to do for their own body. Element number seven, hold space as a coach. Some level of awareness of mindset is required for all profession, right? You need to show up as someone who is their coach, who's going to help them claim back their power over their own body, not their best friend. You, the, the person comes to you to help them go from A to B. That vastly difference per profession, but just stick with me here. They want, they're at A and they want to get to point B. Because the work of food and body image is highly emotional, you cannot get into people's emotion, right? You need to stay neutral. You cannot align with their emotion. You need to be able to manage your own mindset and emotion. That's why to me, in our program, the first month, we don't even talk about food. It's mindset, 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 mindset. Their own mindset as coaches learning a technique that they can use for themselves so they can stay in that neutral holding space for our client and then they can help their client learn to manage their own mindset. And when we're in session, what we teach is asking powerful questions, right? We don't train... Uh, people uh, as therapists or social worker, right? So we have to understand our boundary. So for us, we teach our coaches to actually have the client find their own answer, asking powerful question, reflecting people's words so they can learn from what, how there's, how your client is speaking. They can learn from themselves their own solution. Which brings me into the next point, point number eight of an ongoing coaching session, is having a coaching framework. There's all kinds of coaching framework out there. Just make sure you know of one. You are skilled in a coaching framework that allows you to hold the space to not aligning with your client emotion, to ask powerful questions. If you're a therapist or social worker, that's different. It's not a coaching framework. It's more of a psychological framework. So we'll leave that aside for now. But for all the other profession, have a coaching framework. Practice it for yourself and then engage your client with that framework. In the last element of a non-diet coaching session, and to me, the most important is your own relationship to food, body, and health. That is what will be the number one element that will impact your relationship with your client and your clients or your patient ability to go from point A to point B. Intuitive eating, body neutrality cannot be an intellectual experience. It's not something you're going to teach by throwing studies at them. It's a lived experience and that's from that place that you need to coach. So, so this is where I, I told you at the beginning of the podcast, we'll come back to this later. I said, when I read on the survey, the number one question being, how do you run a non-diet coaching session? I'm like, huh, it's a very interesting question. And here's why. To me, this question is very revealing. If you wonder how to run a non-diet coaching session or a non-diet approach in your profession, it probably means that you've not been true one yourself. You've not been true working with a non-diet practitioner in your field of expertise. 
So you have no idea what it looks like. That's probably where you need to start. Right? It'd be like, let's imagine somebody that has a degree in physical education, right? You have a phys ed degree and you want to become a figure skating professional coach, but you've never figure skated before, let alone been coached by a professional figure skating coach. So you're damn right. You won't know what to do. And you probably will never become a professional figure skating coach because you don't even know how to figure skate yourself. That's where we need to start. So that's why that question tells me that this is professional who are hearing about the non-diet approach. are like, that sounds like the thing that I would like to do. The first step you need, guys, is to put your own self through intuitive eating, body neutrality, learn a mindset technique. And then when you're done learning that and practicing it into your own life, I can guarantee you, you will know what to put in your own session. And this is why our training program is a non-diet mentorship program, because I want you to do the work for yourself. Actually, the first three months of our program, practitioner become intuitive eater. They are put through my client's program. They have to do the work as a client. And then in the back end, I'm teaching them the the science behind it or, or the professional skill set, but they have to do it for themselves. They have to learn body neutrality. They have to learn our mindset tool. They have to practice it. And then poof, it becomes super easy for them to go back to their profession, take their professional training, clean it up of diet culture, and then create a program and go right out of the gate and start helping people. If you're listening to this podcast episode because you want to find out more about me or my program or how I do things or the feel about me and you have been considering the non-diet mentorship program, know that the next cohort starts in July 2021 and we do have an information session for it on April the 30th. So timing-wise, April the 30th, 2021, if you're listening to this two years down the road, we likely have an information session scheduled about six to eight weeks prior to the next cohort. And we always run by cohort. Everybody starts at the same time and at the same time, and we run the program twice a year. So for 2021, the information session is April the 30th, 1 p.m. EST. The link to that will be in the show note inside of the info session. It's going to be the basic, the value and mission of the program, our non-diet professional skill curriculum, our business skill curriculum, what we're looking for in a candidate, application, tuition, registration, and an open Q&A for me to answer your question. And we may have a couple of our former students also where you can ask questions directly to them as well. So hopefully this session helped you of how to flow your non-diet coaching session. The next episode, we're going to talk about the non-diet marketing framework or how do I attract clients that are ready to stop dieting and learn the non-diet approach. I love you, my sister, my dear colleague, and I'll see you on the next episode.